It's the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Your daily download of X92.9's X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna. It's Tuesday, June 7th, 2022. I'm Beckler. I'm Shauna. Long podcast today. Long one. Partially because there was a segment that I forgot to include yesterday, and I got a few messages from people saying, like, where where was this? It was the one about some, the, the spooky thing that happened at my house. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't on the podcast, and everyone was like, what happened? Well, so we'll start with that today. Okay. Um, but also, we had a bit of issue with a bit of an issue with our like audio, where we get the audio for the podcast from today. So, if some of it sounds different, that is why it should just be a today thing. Yeah, uh, we're going to talk about an event that's happening in Vancouver at the end of the month. The latest in fashion, what we both need at our next party. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about news voice in a couple different ways today. Uh, type of snobs. Something the queen does to her guests, which I couldn't believe. Super weird. We got a white girl saying, one of Shauna's favorite things about traveling. Yeah. I checked out a new gym on the weekend, and this place is unbelievable. It's a jungle. Uh, first, you're out of context. Clip of the show. I'm Adrian Arsenos. Please. <laughs> The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Something very strange happened at my house on Friday. Oh. Um, the I had a bunch of, yeah, the new house. Yeah. Oh, I had oh. a I had a bunch of the breakers flipped off because we've been doing work in the house, right? Yeah. I had like a bunch of the counter plugs were off, the dishwasher was out because was off because we had it out to do the flooring. Um had some of the was changing lights, so I had some of those breakers flipped off. And uh, the plumber, the hot plumber, was working at our house and I went out for a bit and when I came back he was like the power was off and then it came back on. And weird. I was like, That's weird. And then as he was working, he he made contact with the the wire from the dishwasher and it zapped him. He's like, that wire's live. And I was like, well, it shouldn't be. Like, I have had the breaker off since I took possession of the house because one of the first things we did was take that dishwasher out. And so I went down to the panel and all of the breakers that I had off were back on. Oh, that's spooky. And And it wasn't somebody else in your house doing work in there? There was nobody else in there. It was just him. And I, so I reached out to a few different electrician friends and I was like, is there any explanation for this? And they're like, there, there's no, it's physically impossible for the breakers yeah, to you, flip themselves from the off position to the on no, position. No, that's the point. That, that would is, be very dangerous yeah. if they could. And I, I mean, I, there's no way that the plumber would have went and flipped them all on and, and then zapped himself. They or? can't reach it. It's up too high. They wouldn't even know. McKenna didn't do it? Your wife? Nope, no. No, because she wouldn't touch the panel. She doesn't know anything about that. Weird. Very weird. So... There's a ghost. That's the either that or someone came in while this guy was working and went down and flipped all the. Oh like, God! What the hell? It makes no sense. I think it must be a ghost. That is super weird. I mean, we haven't had any ghost pizza issues at this new house. Oh my God! I told you about that, right? I don't want to talk we, about it. We've had a bunch of food delivered to this new house, and none of it has arrived in a supernatural like supernaturally manner, fast. It's all, okay. it's all arrived in an appropriate amount of time. This is the first thing, though, where it's like, that's weird. You just got some spirits Fit. following you around, eh? Yeah. You're, you're haunted. Not again. Maybe it's you. Maybe you're the ghost. Everything that happens. <laughs> you're going to wake up one day, and Beckler will never have actually existed. Oh, he's been a ghost the whole time. I'm spooked. That's it's very uh, spooky. VNS in 20 minutes or less. This time of year is always so funny to me because everybody sounds like they have a cold. Because of the allergies? Because of the allergies that my, kick my up. My allergies. I forget which news channel I was watching the other day, but every single person on the news network had that nasal sound and they had stuffed up noses. And I was like, they either all have colds, but more likely they all are dealing with allergies right now. Shouldn't have been just, at work. Could have been the street virus known as COVID-19. It's true. Or now monkeypox, apparently. That's the new mm-hmm. big fear. Uh, but I was just like, you should just, 
you should change your name to Nasal News Network every every June like this. Just good evening, welcome to Nasal News Network. I am in Hanno's Mansick. You know, like just they should just change it up and just roll with it because every year I find it and it's always so funny to me. Everybody's just all in the same boat. Our top story tonight: uh, pollen. Lots of pollen in the air. I'm Adrian Arsenos. Please. <laughs> <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You were talking about this crazy big fake ass you saw, you saw in L.A. It was yesterday. unbelievable. Big fake. It was one of the biggest ones I've seen. I, it was the biggest I've seen, I think. And a friend was saying it, it might have been fake. And I was like, yeah, it might have been a fake photo. Probably giant false turd cutter. Yeah, just a big old yeah, fake one. Well, I saw a few recently, too. Um, so I... My main gym, I have, I go to more than one gym, but my main gym is uh, MNP over here, formerly known as Repsol, yep. formerly known as the Talisman Center, formerly known as Lindsay Park. Park. That's yep. my mm-hmm. preferred gym. Uh, but on the weekends, I needed something a little closer to home because if I just want to get a quick one in, I don't want to come all the way downtown, right? It's a long round trip for me. Yep. So I tried this other gym out closer to, to my house. And this place is just wild, man. Like the women are all as big as men and the men are a different species. It's like, so funny how there are certain gyms that are like yeah, that. Hey, you yeah. walk in and you're like, I don't belong here. <laughs> I was like, I feel how great. long have you been Poison. in this gym? Have you left in the last 12 years or have you just been here straight? Is this a jail? <laughs> <laughs> like, Am I in the have, yard? Have, have you prison? been working out for. Oh, where do I go? The dawn like, of time? <laughs> no. That's yeah. exactly what it felt like. Yep. I was like, the dudes are all like gorillas, man. Like, oh, it's my crazy. Gosh. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, and the dumpers on some of these girls. Oh like, yeah! Like you said, if you if you ever stopped doing squats or doing you know, like squat nonstop all the time, like they're some of them are so big, I bet they get fed separately. <laughs> like I think everyone sits down for supper and then afterward, uh, we'll, we'll feed her pooper first, and then we can re- oh then we can relax God. and enjoy our meal. You get on a plane, and you have to reserve two seats, <laughs> one for each cheek. Like that is you're you're getting excessive at this point, okay? Like, just sits on like a dog food bowl, and that thing's back there. Oh <laughs> that thing on a stool and just hanging over. It's just like this is not nope. Too. <laughs> Thanksgiving, it's over at the kids' table. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, putting too much gravy on its mashed potatoes. <laughs> They're just like the biggest, the biggest. Oh. Oh Chuggers God. I've ever seen. Yeah, just insane. But, yeah, it's a different world. It's a different world in there. Do you there. want seconds? That's, uh, that's a dumb question. B&S in 20 minutes or less. I realized recently that one of my favorite things about traveling is is meeting people. When we were away a couple weeks ago, we met so many people. We met other Canadians and locals, and everywhere we went, we were just chatting with people, and we had these great conversations. And a few of the Canadians we met, actually, we hung out with a few different days, too. We met up with them again, and we're hanging out, and Mm -hmm. it was awesome. But it got me thinking, it was like, why don't we do that more at home? Like, when I sit down, you know, especially how so many of the breweries and bars now are designed with these big communal tables and stuff, why don't we talk to each other more? It, for some reason, when you're traveling, you you become more you're open uninhibited. to that, you're right? You're uninhibited. Yeah, right? you just you relax a little bit more. Obviously, you're you're just more down to to chat with people. For for some reason, though, you then get home and everybody always wants to stay to their their cliques, you know. And there's so many people right next to, door to you and and sitting beside you and people that you could chat with. And I'm like, I should make a point of doing that more at home. I think it's because the stakes are are lower when you're traveling. I suppose you know, so. You know, you're if it doesn't go well, you're never going to see these people again. So you can really kind of throw caution to the wind, throw yourself out there, Fair. try to meet someone new. Whereas like 
And you're kind of you're in a different mode, right? You're not you in are. your like your regular life, your regular responsibilities. You're on vacation. Yeah. You're, whereas here, I mean, if you're when you're in your own city, if you make a fool out of yourself, you might see those people again. I suppose you might even so. know some of the same people. Yeah. You might. So it's it's two completely different things. I also find, and you might disagree with this, but I also find that sometimes those those quote unquote friendships that you make when you are in a different place are just kind of like like surface level. Because there is no like there 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 is no way that it could become you know like a deeper friendship, right? Well, it's so, funny because I I I think the opposite. So many people I know who've traveled have met people and they're lifelong friends now. And like I have friends who will meet up with them in different countries now, and they wow. will and they keep in touch. And it, actually, these these a couple of the guys that we met, we're keeping in touch already and being like, you know, mm-hmm. next time you come this way or or vice versa, let's meet up again. And it reminds me a bit of like summer camp. Yeah. You know, like I have friends that would go away to summer camp and they'd come back and be like, oh, I was the best, met the best people and like got these best new best friends. And I was like, you'll lose touch with them because that's not real life. Yeah. That's not. Yeah. Except no, it's funny because I think especially if you're traveling overseas, I find that those are the people who uh, because you you kind of travel together and there's a lot of things that you go through together like in that way that you will be be friends for a long time. Hmm. Like I have friends who, yeah, they'll meet up with them and. He will go and visit her in Norway, and then he'll go and visit this person he That's met. That's pretty good. Or, which is and cool, there, You right? know, there are a few people that I've met, Charles, that I have stayed in touch with. Yeah. But. Yeah, you're right. I'm sure lo- the other ones, well, and then there's, of course, the just looking to hook up, and that's it. So those ones are going like, just... liquored up, and you're out. And, but then yeah, again, further, you know what? But, Some of my best friendships have started in the same way, right? So... Yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't care. If I make a fool of myself, fine. I still think I'm going to turn to the people next to me. I'm going to make a point of just chatting with them a little more. You're going to take the vacation approach, the I'm traveling gonna, gonna, approach to yes. making friends here? Yes, if I am. If you figure out how to do that, let me know because okay. it sounds great. <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Good morning. I just wanted to make a comment about what you guys were just talking about. Please. Yes. Meeting people randomly? Yeah. Um, that's how people used to make friends. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could go to anywhere bar, a pub, and sit down and make friends all night. And if you wanted to date someone, you had to do it the the very same way, right? That is exactly how you used to make friends. That's so so funny. funny. Yeah, that we just had, or you guys just had that conversation. Totally. That's true, but I totally say what Sean is saying. Like, you're you're more willing to strike up a conversation with a stranger when you're traveling than you are in your own city, I think. I find, Absolutely. And Calgary, I find, is very clicky. Like, of all the places I've lived, it's funny because here I find people will keep a bit more to themselves unless you do kind of open that window and, and go with it. But, yeah, it's it's weird. I'm not sure why. But uh, I, maybe it's because there's a lot more younger people, maybe. Although, I don't know why that would make a difference because if you're out, you're just going to be with the same, you know, probably age group anyway. But, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, very interesting. But Hilarious. Yeah. Traveling, yeah. yeah Simplifying it that way, you're right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just had to put my, my two thoughts in there. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. My friend inadvertently dropped a doozy of a white girl saying the other day. Oh, awesome. She was over at our new place and she was asking how we're settling in and stuff. And I, I told her it's very weird because we've only been in the new house for like a week, I think as of yesterday. Right. But it already feels like we've lived there for years. Like it. It That's fe- awesome. It feels like it was a lifetime ago that I lived in the other house where I lived for a long time. Weird. So it's it's very weird how like adaptable we are. I thought there'd be a big weird transition where it felt like I was in someone else's house. Yeah. You know, and even like, I mean, you get into your new routine. Yeah. You just get up and do the same thing, just in a different building, and then I drive here. and It's true. And it's, it's I said it's very weird that it feels like there was no 
adjustment period at all. Yeah. And she said, well, that's because McKenna and the boys are with you. She said, wherever you're with your people, that feels like home. Okay. I mean, there are so many variations of that. That is one of the whitest white girl sayings ever, for sure. Home is where the heart is, right? Yeah, it's it's a twist on home is where the heart is. For sure, yeah. Wherever you're with your people, that feels like home. That is good. It's beautiful. It's like, holy, Mm -hmm. listen to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. How many uh, cranberry vodka mini teenies out of 10 does this one get, Shauna? It's up there. I think that's going to get... Eight. Like you said, how many how many hot dog legs on a beach photos that one get? About eight and a half, actually. I'm gonna hop that one more. Mexico, take how many Mexico take me backs out of ten does this get? Eight and a half. <laughs> the BNS and twenty minutes or less podcast. I was just reading that the Queen weighs her guests before and after Christmas dinner. Now, you might think that sounds outdated, and you always hear about these traditions that don't really happen anymore, but apparently this one still happens. So you arrive at the Queen's place, and she will weigh you before dinner, and then weigh you after. How is she getting away with that in 2022? I don't know. I guess it all started with King Edward VII, and he wanted to make sure that all of his guests ate well, so he would weigh them before and after, and he expected you to gain at least three pounds. While you were there. Oh, my God. And if you did, then he knew you were properly, properly fed. So King Edward VII, when was he on the throne? Lord knows. I don't know. King Edward. Let's see here. Because, I mean, if you go back far enough, like this may have been, I don't know, 1901, 1910. It's not that long ago. That's how this began. All right. Everybody on the scale and then you can dish up. I was thinking that I should do this at our next party. Weigh everybody (laughs) as they enter and then as they leave again. You don't gain at least three pounds while you're here. You have to stay and keep drinking. Okay, you haven't done good enough yet. And if you lose weight over the course of the evening, well, that's it. Like maybe if you're sweating a lot, maybe well, you just run a little hot. Hopefully, you don't have to punch a grumpy while you're there because you're gonna have to do a lot of work to get that. Our, back. You've lost two pounds. What? What have you done in here? Did you slop a few bum slugs? In my- <laughs> How many loaves did you bake when you were in the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast? We got this voice message from friend of the show, Evan. So I just listened to your guys' podcast and um, how you're talking about the goat of all tools. And that kind of got me onto this thing that I've now come to realize how mostly guys, and for valid reasons, will get stuck with one tool brand. And I know the reason for that is because... When you get one tool brand, you want all your tools to work with each other because like a lot of them use the same battery and stuff. But some guys take that to a whole new level and it's they're almost like truck guys where they just become really passionate about it. Like if you use anything other than the tool they use, you're like public enemy number one. So have you guys done tool snobs yet? Oh, we, we have not. We have not done tool snobs. And Evan is right. That's a real thing. Like there, some guys, when they pick their tool brand, it's that till they die, hmm. and everything else is crap. What are my using... dad's tool brand is? I, don't, I have such a mishmash in my shop, and oh. batteries aren't compatible for that reason, which is dumb. That's but, dumb, yep. Um, no, I don't have an allegiance to one brand of tools like some people do, but hmm. yeah, yeah, some of them can get pretty intense with it. They hmm. can be uh, quite snobbish about their tools. <laughs> oh, judging by your tool brand of choice, you are clearly an inferior craftsman. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all 
my tools are made by the same brand. I even have the matching jacket, so there's no question. <laughs> Look at this. Were they all out of Fisher-Price tools? <laughs> Where did you get that hammer? The dollar store? That thing couldn't squish a marshmallow. <laughs> yes, well, the rep for these tools was actually the best man at my wedding. That's how I committed I am to their product. <laughs> well, if you're wearing a competitor's color, I'll burn your clothing before you're even allowed to enter my house. <laughs> <laughs> the BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. We often talk about news voice on this radio program, that uh, the nasally voice that is used by newsies to demonstrate that they are professional. And the sheer number allegedly. of times... Allegedly. Allegedly, exactly. The, the sheer number of times they say allegedly. These are things we picked up on. I, I've picked up on another interesting thing when it comes to newsies, though. This time when it comes to reporters... And it's that they say now a lot. And it's in this context. Now the suspect is still at large and is said to be traveling. Or now the police say the suspect. Now the RCMP are asking. Now if you'd like to participate. Now if you're in the area. Now they say now. They always start their sentences with now. I've never noticed that, but you're right. I can hear it. I've been noticing it recently because I always have the news kind of on the background when I'm doing it. And I just, I've like... They say now a lot. It's the way that they kick off their sentences, it seems. Right, because they're trying to string together this narrative for you, this story. Yeah. And then this is what's happening now. now. And also trying to be very conversational, and I'm just giving you the, all, all the information. Which is funny because I would never say now in just conversational speak, you know, in in this context. Like, I'd never be like, now if you'd like to come, let me know. You know, like, you don't really use it in that way. I think I do. Okay. And it's usually... It's usually in a sentence where there's going to be a but later on. Okay. So I'll see. Now, I'm not a fan of this. Yes. But, and then I go into... And that's different because that's an opinion thing and it makes sense because, yeah, you're mm. going to say now, but, but, because there's something coming. Whereas with newsies in the way that reporters say it, it's just, now the suspect is, it's just kind of a statement that they start with now. And I don't know why. Hmm. It's almost like, I wonder if it's to show you because it, it is immediate, right? And they are on scene. So now almost indicates like, well, this is happening now. It kind of just subconsciously puts it in your mind that way as well. Yeah, it's current. It's live. Yeah, yeah, you're live. This is breaking news. Right now. Can you hear me say now? It's now. Starting your sentence with now. I'm going to pay attention to see if anyone does that in conversation now. Yeah, you should. And uh, Uh, when you you watch the news and you, you hear the reporters, you'll notice it now a lot. So In Manitoba, they start their sentences with the F word. Yeah, it's true. F, I don't know. I don't think the newsies do that in Manitoba. I think they probably straight away. Well, F, the police were here earlier and <laughs> they learned not to do that. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. So, uh, my son Bo, he was at a birthday party on the weekend where they had hired Cobb's Adventure Park to come up with some animals. So they came with baby kangaroos. Oh my God. I was going to ask, yeah. did they bring the baby kangaroos? Wrapped in a blanket and you could like hold this baby kangaroo while it was like. I've got I've gotten a hold of one of those baby kangaroos before, yeah. and it was one of the most wholesome moments of my life. <laughs> Just like this is this is it. They also had like sugar gliders. Oh, my. I don't know if you know what that is, yeah. but it's kind of like I don't know if it's like a bush baby or something. But yeah. they like they were crawling all up over people oh and God. stuff. But the coolest thing that they brought was a tortoise. They you brought, thought the tortoise was cooler than the baby kangaroo? Hands down. Hands down, like you came. Have in, you never seen a turtle before? Or? But like, it just there was. So we came into the backyard. It was the party was in the backyard, yeah. and there was like the handler from Cobb's, mm-hmm. and there was all the kids just running around, and some of the parents, and then there was just a tortoise walking around. 
the backyard. And sometimes people would be paying attention to him and sometimes they wouldn't, but he was just kind of doing his own thing. Yeah. And I mean, they're slow enough that you can just yeah, let them roam like that. Yeah. Well, he was actually faster than I thought he would be. Mm-hmm. Like, not not quick, but still. Like, I was like, oh, he's he's getting away. He's like, he's going over there. Well, and he was just down. He was he took care of all the dandelions in the backyard. He ate all of them. Oh, amazing! And you could go and feed him. And he'd like his like old ass wrinkly neck would come out of his shell and yeah, the dandelion. It was awesome. The tortoise was awesome. It was the coolest thing I've seen at a birthday party. Okay, that's weird because yeah, the baby kangaroo is definitely more my preference. Uh, but I was my all na- about that tortoise. My neighbors had turtles, so I, I got to see them lots. Uh, not to mention that. Did I tell you about the time that we found one on the side of the road? Somebody had their tortoise had gotten away. No. And I was just like, how does that happen? Okay, they... Like <laughs> like I said, he's quicker than you think. Still, like, honestly, if you let it out in the back, you can chase after it, right? Like, you're going to be able to catch up with your tortoise. We just saw this thing. We're like, who lost? A, are you serious right now? Like, did, did the tortoise get found? Uh, yeah, well, we, we put him back on the set. I hope he did. We were hoping that, it, again, we assumed it was one of the houses close by. And at the time, like, we knocked on the closest one, and they didn't answer, and was like, well, if we put it here, like, somebody, it's someone's here. This thing did not go very far. So Maybe hopefully- it did. <laughs> the, uh, there was a guy in Edmonton who walks his tortoise around the block. I remember when I worked there, learning about this dude. Okay. And it takes two hours, I think, for yeah, them to probably. do a lap of the block. Great to- tortoise owner, that guy. Like, honestly, but- how do you... So this tortoise, I think, was they said he was 15 years old, and I was like, that's a baby in tortoise years. Yeah, like, sure They is. can live to be... Hundreds, 150, years old. like some are yep. like 200 years old. Mm. They say if you get a tortoise, you have to like decide who's going to take it Put when it you die. Will. Yeah, because it will outlive you yeah. if you're if it's healthy. Wow. So man, it was awesome. Uh, I would like a tortoise at my next party. Like it was so cool how he was just kind of like there. Like, it, like everyone was like, oh, the baby can't do stuff. And this tortoise get is just your doing own his tortoise. own thing. Why didn't get one? I, it's a big commitment, Shauna. Yeah, it's too. Late. So I don't know. Make a 150 year commitment. Well, I'd rather him just come to the party. That's fair. You know, so. When we finish all the rentals and stuff, we're gonna have a housewarming party. I will invite you. Um, but we were talking about, like, so you know how like wealthy people at their parties will have like dancers come in or something, yeah. some kind of crazy entertainment. I'd like a tortoise. Well, and I think I want Alan the alpaca there. I well, I was gonna say we've talked about Alan the alpaca, and I've been yeah. meaning to get him at a party all the time. Like I still think that he needs to join a party. I actually was just looking up his his prices recently because again now it's how kinda, is it expensive? Uh, I think he's two hundred bucks for the hour. Okay. Uh, so he's not cheap. Okay. Um, but he's out on the alpaca. And comes get, in a van. And I wanted him to come for my friend who loves uh, tequila's party because I was going to put a you know a Mexican hat on him and then <laughs> just I don't know see if he would not he won't do of course tequila shots with us but at least be part of the festivities. For that. Man, if you come to my party and there's Alan the alpaca is just hanging out in the backyard and there's a tortoise walking around. Oh my god. That would be good, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Yeah, I think yeah. we gotta look into that. That sounds like fun. Yep. VNS <laughs> in twenty minutes or less. I was looking at one of my favorite stores websites yesterday and I noticed a trend in all the clothing that I haven't seen or that often. Uh sliced clothing is now sliced. a big thing. So shirts and jeans with these slices in them. Like we've gone through the the ripped jeans phase and everything yep. like that, and now it's like it's slices. It's like slashes all over the clothing, everywhere. Your pants, your your shirts. There's just slashes everywhere. This is going to provide a lot of material for funny dads. It's t- your clothes are ripped. Yep. You got a big. You got 
You got slices. In the your amount shirt. of holy jokes my dad used to make. Okay, all <laughs> oh, those pants are holy. You better wear them on Sunday. Yep, uh, a lot of that oh, happened. Good. What a great a dad joke. That's of, a, oh that my. is an all time. Isn't it though? Yeah, that'd be up there. Oh, that'd be yeah. The dad joke Every Hall time he, you know, he made the joke over and over as he did. Oh, still funny. Still <laughs> 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 all right, sliced clothing. Slice Here we clothing. go. Yeah. Oh yes, the hottest look of the season is actually quite cooling. Sliced clothing. Were you in a machete fight? Did you just escape from Jason and Friday the 13th, or are you just a hot fashionista? You call them slices, I call them ventilation for a high-performance body. Oh, yes. It looks like you spent the morning slashing watermelons in the air like a real fruit ninja. <laughs> oh, yes. It looks as though you walked into some fan blades, or perhaps lost a fight with a giant cheese grater. I Ooh. love it. Oh, I've been looking for a male slot. And your pants appear to have one. May I send a letter? Yes. Oh, yes. Mail that letter. Mail it. Oh, yes. The BNS and 20 Minutes or Less podcast. Friend of the show, Shannon, sent me a story about an event coming up in Vancouver at the end of the month. Uh, and it's their chapter of the World Naked Bike Ride. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you've heard of the World Naked Bike Ride, Shauna. Yep. You ride naked. Yeah. Fully naked. You just go for a little ride. And they describe it as a friendly protest against car culture and oil dependency. Mm, yeah. You know, I've got no problem with uh, either nudity or cycling, mm -hmm. but together? Well, we've spoken of this before and yeah. how it just seems like a strange thing to do. It does seem yeah, like a strange thing to do. Just a, I mean, probably one of the more painful activities you could do naked as well. That's exactly what Shannon said. Yeah. So, like... Cycling is already hard on your undercarriage. We have talked about this seat. many times. I finally gave in and bought the padded shorts because of how hard it is on your undercarriage. And now you're going to you remove... calloused ass cactus. Yeah. The one minor layer of protection you have. Yes. Also, how gross are those bike seats? Like, oh. Gross. Super gross. Just think about it. Just think about where a bike seat sits on you. Yep. Gross. Right up right up in your grill. Okay. Gross. And right up. Yep. Also, like as a protest, I think that's funny too. As like, as a, I, I could see it as like a, like a nudist outing, you know. Yeah. But as a like the protest angle of it, I don't really get that. Well, I mean, I don't really get that part. It shows that they're willing to go through some pain to, <laughs> you know, to show that they're worthy of this cause. I'm not sure. It's oh my god. Like, I don't know. I guess if you say I think it raises awareness, but like I'm sure the oil companies and the government's like, oh man, we got a few naked people on bikes. Yeah. We're in trouble now. I'm no. There's <laughs> they're really showing us. Really, raw dog my pumba here just to show you, you know how how hey, how got, serious I am about this cause. I've okay? got a bike seat in my ass. What do you think of that? Yeah. Uh, okay. I've got my shark bait okay. hoo ha for you. Do you you like that or? Shannon and I both oh, thought it would be funny man. to set up a lawn chair at a particular, like at a, at a bump along yep. the route and just watch everyone come and jiggle in along. Totally. You know? And then every time they hit the bump, oh, you just <laughs> hear that from the whimpers of everybody going by. <laughs> <laughs> I know in the nudist community, it's considered good etiquette to bring, a, <laughs> to bring a towel with you. Yes. You, you always sit on a towel, right? You don't, so... Are there towels wrapped around the bike seats, but then it, maybe not a, just wear the a good old sponge shorts? on top of your bike seat, seat just to make it a little, <laughs> a little better for you. You're out there taping it's my a, ass sponge. Taping a sponge to the bike seat. Oh, I dropped. What it. are you doing, Dad? Uh, just, I'm going to show the oil companies tomorrow. Yeah. They'll see. Yeah, oh, you'll all see. God. <laughs> I 
God. You've been listening to the BNS in 20 Minutes or Less podcast. You want more? Then tune in to X Mornings with Beckler and Shauna live on Calgary's Alternative X92.9. Monday through Friday, 6 to 10 a.m. Mountain Time at X92.9.ca. And don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and have BNS in 20 Minutes or Less downloaded daily to whatever device you use. Later.